0: Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to a swap experience with your boy, D.D. D, the ultimate optimist, a man who is dashing and has that boy's charm that you so desire. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. Hopefully, all is well with you, okay? Honestly, with you guys, man. I'm going to be quite honest. Your boy is doing a lot of work, putting in a lot of work now. Um, So today... We're going to talk about procrastination. And before we get into that, let's just go over the logistics. Let's just go over what we customarily do here on the show. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, whatever you want to use. Make sure you follow your boy. And share it with your family because if you share it shows Didi that you in fact care for the progress of this show. Also, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, bruh, because your boy Didi is on YouTube now. So it's The Suave Kid all together. Just type it in. No spaces in between words. Just The Suave Kid. And I should pop up. We're trying to create as much content as we can learn grow and see how we can get better in regard to production and i think i've come a long way in regard to that i'm gonna start working to make my instagram more aesthetically pleasing so i'm gonna try that and see what happens see how it works um and yeah work on i'm gonna be working on that for sure Also, make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. So make sure that you subscribe, whether it be on Apple iTunes, whether it be on Google Play, Google Play Music, Spotify, all these sort of things. You guys can do that there. And yeah, man, it's going to be interesting. I hope I can keep this up. Like, there's still going to be some times where I won't be able to post because I'm pretty much doing all of this by myself, so I don't have any help right now. But I'm continuing to press on, try my best to hit the deadlines. That way um, you guys get the content that you want, that you ask for, and I can do the best I can in providing you the best quality content that I have. So today we're going to be talking about procrastination. But first, let's get into the question of the day. Now, question of the day. Do you believe that the coronavirus is the biggest epidemic we've ever seen in the last 10 years? Now, my understanding is that it's been in the last couple months, obviously, because we're only three months into the year, it's been pretty much of a big epidemic. People are taking it serious. People are taking health seriously, which is a good thing, and making sure that they don't share their germs and keep that to a minimum. But at the end of the day, it's funny how these people always take things out of proportion. I'm not saying that it's not an issue at all. But this was the same thing when we were talking about Ebola. I don't remember what year that was, but I know that they had that virus coming out of Africa at that point in time. And everybody was just scared of that. And what is problematic and what I was hoping wasn't going to come out of this whole epidemic was more of racial xenophobia. Now, I knew as soon as I heard it was coming out of China, then that would arise because China already has a pretty bad reputation with experimental food and whatnot and with their stances with their government and how they're treating Hong Kong. So people already have their preconceived notions about China. So that's why I was worried, because I don't want people to have or propagate this negative stereotype. About Chinese people and then cause moral panic and disdain. As you can see, if you actually guys do your research and your homework, there's various articles that actually show attack people attacking those of Chinese descent because of what happened. and actually where the coronavirus originated, even in China, they're ostracized as a community. So when it comes to these things, I won't say that there's a specific cause or a person who does certain things that in order to cause it. And if they did it, they might have done it by mistake or maybe purposely. I don't know their intent, but you can't just throw everybody in the same basket. You can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think they should release more information so people can calm down. Cause remember, AIDS is still an epidemic, and that was even before. Uh, this whole century, I think that started in the 60s, and then it took off really in the 80s and 90s, and people are still having unprotected sex, but yet they're complaining that they don't have a face mask. So, one, you guys have to make up your mind on seeing what the issue is, and there's probably more people, not the probably, there is more people who have HIV and AIDS than there is more people that have coronavirus. And AIDS, since it's spread, is not just one group of people, but it's a lot of people from different backgrounds as well. And we still haven't contained that either. So let's not attack different people from due to their ethnicity and where they come from. And let's not create a sense of moral panic towards the Chinese community. Uh, Let's think about this logically and hope people who are knowledgeable regarding medicine are able to provide the necessary information so that people can chill out, but still be wise enough to take the precaution, to take the necessary steps in order to remain healthy as well as their family healthy, but chill out. Thank you very much. That is a public service announcement by A Suave Experience, hosted by DD. Anyways, back to the show at hand. I'm going to pull up a quick definition for you guys regarding procrastination. All right. So procrastination, as we know, is a noun. It is the action of delaying or postponing something. So procrastination. Now, when I was in elementary school, I was a huge procrastinator. At that time, it actually made a lot of sense because the assignments were minuscule, simplistic, and you could literally do it, I would say, two hours before class started. Now, I wasn't crazy enough to do that. I would usually just leave it to the night before and do it. Now, my mom, who gives me a lot of good sound advice, who also gave me the inspiration to do this episode that shout out my mom um she always harp on me because she teaches and because she's a nurse and does many things at our church as well that you can't leave things to the last minute, which I am completely understanding now. And my dad always taught me the same thing, but growing up didn't really click until I was in grade seven, grade eight, until I, I swear to myself that I wouldn't leave things to the last minute, unless if it was somebody else's fault. And this is what I mean. Cause sometimes I work with other people. Sometimes I do things And I collaborate with other creators or I collaborate with other people, whether it be at school or at work. And sometimes they might leave things or give things to you at the last minute. So at that point, it's not on you. So I try to make it so that it's possible that I get things done and it's on me and it's on my time. That's what I mean. I'm not going to leave my assignment to the last minute. If something happens and something comes up, then it happens and then I work around it. But I, if it's basically solely on me, then I will try my best to get it in on time. So what I normally do if you're in school is when I get the syllabus from all my classes, whether I'm going to stay in the classes or not, I wait a week to see if I like it or not. And when I like the class and I'm sticking with it, and sometimes I just stick with it, even if I don't like the class. What I do is is I get all the information on the regarding the tests, regarding all the assignments, regarding all the quizzes, so on and so forth. And I put it in my calendar so I know which day is due. So if there's one that's due that's worth more, I'll start that one first and then do the ones that are worth less closer to the day, but not to the point where it's an overload or overkill. And sometimes it's not even your fault. Like I said, for me right now, I have like three (laughs) assignments due this week, and I didn't schedule it that way. It's just the way that each professor scheduled it. And the week before, last week, I had two midterms within two days, so I couldn't really start the assignment. Plus, I have a part time jobs, part time job, and I do content creation as well. And I I could stop doing the content creation, but I'm not. But I could just schedule around it, and I work out, and I do other things. I go to church. I'm in a, a youth leadership team at my church right now as well. So there's many things, many moving pieces that I'm in, and it's all doable. And I thank God for giving me a peace of mind. But I also thank him for letting me play football, because when it comes to organized sports, it shows you how to use time wisely, how to manage time. Because when you're a student athlete, whether it is in elementary school or as high as collegiate, you have to prioritize certain things. Because when you're in elementary school, it's not that bad. You have one practice twice a week because the teachers are not finna make you practice every day especially in canada dog unless if it's a hockey team then it's not they're not going to do it but with that aside you are especially in high school and you go to collegiate sports the harder it's going to get so your sports schedule in high school is pretty rough I know if you're a person listening to the States and you're in high school, you already know it's hard enough. And you're not even sure you're going to go to the next level, whether it be D1, D2, or D3. So, you know, it's harder over there in the States. I know the hockey boys have it harder here. And as a football kid, I had it pretty rough too. And it's very hard to organize your time because sometimes I'm waking up at 6 when most people are sleeping or in some cases, the girls are just waking up to do their hair to go to school. But that's another day. A story for another day. Uh, um, But what's interesting is that I wake up, I woke up at 6, and then I'll go to the gym and then lift. And then after that, I've had school from 9 to 3. Then after 3 o'clock, I have to get ready, make sure I'm on the field, do warm-ups, and I have to make sure that, we do walkthroughs, especially if you're a leader on the team. And then they do install, and then you change, you go home. And then after you go home, you eat, you take a shower, or you do take a shower and then eat. depends on who you are. <laughs> it depends on who you are. I ain't judging you. But after you do that, you got to make sure you're finishing your homework. So sometimes I would come home like 6 o'clock, Eat, shower, and then I'm doing my assignment all the way up to, like, 1 a.m. in the morning. And then I go to bed and then try to wake up early to go lift. If I can't, then I'll just try to lift at lunchtime. So I know in the States it's more – it's actually difficult because I've watched certain people, like, documentaries on how what they do and how it's regimented even in high school, especially if you're a senior. And how difficult their scheduling is and some of these guys are getting up at 5 a.m. to do walkthroughs, not even lift like to do install and walkthroughs and then after that they're at school basically six hours and then they have to go to school after and sometimes they have lifts before school sometimes they have to come in on the weekend so it's dedication and I think if you're an athlete or a student athlete, you know what it takes in order to get your stuff done. Because at the end of the day, you are not playing. You're not suiting up if you don't have a certain GPA. So you have to make sure your assignments are done and done correctly. You have to go in for extra help. You're going for extra help. Because my coach said, if your GPA is not over a certain point, then you're not on the team. I don't care how good you are. Education comes first, which I respect him for doing so and holding us to that standard which is very commendable on his part now continuing on with this whole idea of procrastination now i made sure in my own life that i make time for certain things um obviously if you're not religious this doesn't apply to you but for me as a christian i gotta make time for god as well so i either I don't do, I haven't done it recently since I got my job because my job ends, like I finish at midnight, but I used to sometimes, I'd go to bed around like 10 o'clock and then wake up at five and then pray for a bit and then go back to sleep and then wake up at like seven or something and then just do my assignments then. And then there was one point in second year, I think, I was just waking up at 5.30, 6am. But then what I noticed with that is that sometimes if I have late classes, I'll be a little bit tired, which is fair because I'm already up at 5am. So I kind of cut down on that just so I can make up some time because I'm missing it if I'm doing other things. So if I don't have enough time, if I don't like studying late at night, I'll just call the quits and then just wake up early when the house is quiet and you just go to work because I'm an early guy. Like I wake up early. That's what I like to do. That's my motive. So you got to find out what works for you in regard to procrastination. Do you like waking up early and getting stuff done? Do you like staying up later? If you can do so and not infringe on your other scheduling, then do so because that way you can maneuver the different time slots and you can Try to get as much work done as possible so that you're not behind. And I don't know if you guys are going into college and university and you're listening to the show right now. Well, first of all, congratulations if you got accepted. If you haven't got accepted yet, I hope the best and wish the best for you. But just a quick note, most of the time, depending on your major, you're going to have to do readings. If you're in the same major as me, philosophy, you're going to have more reading than most people, I think. English, history, and and philosophy has the most readings in majors. So I would say that what you can do is if you can't read all of the readings entirely because you have other courses, of course, and then you also have a life outside of school, which some professors don't understand, but that's okay, I guess, but if you can't get it all done, try to get a good portion of it and try to retain it and then try to show up to classes. Certain classes you might not have to show up for, meaning that if you have a good grasp on it and then you're getting bogged down, I would say take some classes off and don't make it a habit. Don't like stop showing up to the class entirely, but because you might miss something that's important, but try to grasp it as best as you can if there's some gaps and intellectual gaps and knowledge gaps right now in your mind that you can't click it in together you cannot connect the gap then i suggest go to class if you can go to class but if you're getting overwhelmed with homework and you want to get it finished then just take a few days off to actually Finish it because at the end of the day, you got to make sure you get your work done. Like they're not going to penalize you if you miss a few classes here and there. Now, I would suggest if class participation is just showing up is a part of your mark, then do make sure you try to get to at least one class a week. But if you really can't just hold the L because usually it's just 5% and then just do really well on your assignments. So, there's so much that goes on in your life, and procrastination, sometimes it can be an excuse, and there's different types of procrastinations. I suggest you check out, oh, I forgot his name, but if I remember, I'll put his Instagram in the description, and he lays down different types of procrastinators. He says, like, the one that's the perfectionist who just wants to make everything perfect, And then there's the procrastinator that you think you have all the time in the world when you really don't. And there's just so many different procrastinators out there. I usually thought it was just one, which is the one that they say that you leave it to the last minute. But yes, that's the overarching or overarching idea of what a procrastinator is, but at its core... But there's different veins and different ways of people procrastinate, which is very true. And when I find that information of who said it, oh, his name is Prince Donald. But I don't. I'll try to link the video if I can. If I can, just check out his YouTube his YouTube channel. I think, and he also has an Instagram page. So he explains the different types of procrastinators which is very cool and really true. And sometimes you see different variations of how people procrastinate. And I saw myself in certain things. And it's just important to understand that eventually you're going to have to face what you're trying to avoid or what you're putting off. And the best way to to get the best mark or to, Make sure people get the best product or whatever way or stage of life that you're in. Make sure you just plan ahead and then break it off into pieces. You don't have to do it all in one shot right away. I never do that. I usually just start off with an idea. And then I slowly chip, 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 chip away until I can get to the full completion of the assignment or or whatever it is and that I'm working on and then I leave it at that I know for podcasting because I've done it for so long I can literally just record the day before and I'll be fine but with YouTube I as you can see in the thumbnail I'm wearing something different that's because I did the thumbnail after because I wanted to learn how to edit first. So I filmed way before then I started chipping away at the editing so that I can get it done by a Friday. And then when I start getting better, the tight or regimented process will be a little bit looser. But it's still it will still be structured so that I can get the content out. So it really just depends on your work. I think I know some people Tell me that they prefer to leave things at the last minute because that's when they get their best work and best inspiration. In university and high school, I never did that because I would get too anxious and I'd hate leaving things to the last minute. Now, before in elementary school, I did, but I don't like the amount of stress of getting it done. And I don't usually I do not give my quality work when I leave things to the last minute. So I usually try the plan ahead if I know I need to get it done at a certain time. And it hopefully it works for you. Like I said, it might not work for you, but like I said, if you're one of those persons or that can do that and leave things to the last minute, I mean, by all means, do you. I ain't here to stop you, but I would suggest that I don't know if you're going to be able to keep it up for the rest of your life, especially depending on what type of job you have. If people are relying on you, because if it's a team effort, then people are going to be frustrated that you don't have your stuff done at a certain time. So I just try, just try your best to refrain from procrastination. Try your best to get things done ahead of time. Um, It really depends on what it is because I know certain things you might have to put off because of other circumstances because some people, they want to get to the gym, but they can't because they have to heal. So that's not really a negative procrastination. That's time, that's healing, that's certain things. Certain situations, it is. But I'm just saying like, if you want to reduce certain amount of stress, if you want to reduce things, And like I said, sometimes it is out of your control. Sometimes your professors will just make everything do in one week and you can't do them all at the same time. And then one of them is going to be done late because you don't know or you have that knowledge gap where you still have to ask questions to the TA or the professor regarding the assignment. So it really depends. On the situations, but certain things I would say, like, if you want to save money for something, don't procrastinate with that because that will catch up and bite you. Like, for example, if you're paying bills or loans or debts, all these things, I would say don't prolong that either. Investing, don't prolong that. It's a long game to play, but certain things you shouldn't procrastinate and certain things you can depending on what it is. And I'm going to beg the question, which is a fallacy that I don't normally do on the show, but I must. I'm going to assume that most of you guys are pretty intelligent and know when to procrastinate and when not to. But other things that are more or less personal or not necessarily, I would say, metaphysical in a sense, not tangible, Uh. Like, don't procrastinate when it comes to expressing your opinion on a certain matter that frustrates you, so that way you have bitterness or root of bitterness in your heart that could stem from that. Maybe you should uh, go and confront that person that did something to you so that you don't have resentment towards them and build up a wall so that you won't let other people in. So, certain Cases procrastinations are procrastination is bad. In certain cases, procrastination is good. I throughout this episode, I pretty much said all the bad things and I mentioned some of the good things that procrastination can do. But at the end of the day, you gotta learn to prioritize, to reason, to strategize and to use your brain. Don't fully rely on your heart or your natural instincts. I'm not saying you can't use them at all, but when it comes to procrastination, it's basically from what I surmise is sometimes is people overthink or some people just do it based off what they feel. They don't feel like doing X, Y, and Z today, so they're not going to do X, Y, and Z today. And in certain cases, you can get away with it. Like, if you don't want to work out today, it's whatever. You can do it tomorrow, or you can do it later. But sometimes you don't want that type of mentality solely for the purpose. is going to come back to bite you, meaning that if you continuously do so, you're going to make it into a habit, and then you're going to wake up five years later and say, where has all this time gone? So just be very cognizant of that. Be very aware of that. Uh, I'm not here to condemn. I'm just here to voice an opinion on a subject matter. And hopefully that subject matter hits you the home because a lot of people, no matter what age they are, they have dealt with it some way or some shape or form. I personally am still trying to get better in mastering it. Not just in school, I'd say, like, in my spiritual life, and I'd say in other areas of my life, that procrastination still may linger. So, that is my goal. So, it's not not like I completely mastered it, but I mastered a certain area of procrastination when it comes to, like, deadlines and assignments and so forth. But other things I might not have, and I think I haven't. So that's pretty much it. So we're going to go into the next segment of the show. It's called Wrap It Up, DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So, stay tuned. Yo, what's up, guys? Your boy, DD's back in the house. And welcome to Wrap It Up, DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So here we go. Today, we're talking about procrastination and what it entails and what is the issue with procrastination. Now, we understand now, today, there's many types of procrastinations, many types of procrastinators as well. There's not just one cookie-cut thing, but there is one overarching consensus of what it is is prolonging something or delaying on something. Now, here it comes. We talked about how we can make sure we finish our assignments or whatever it may be on time, on our due dates. We talked about the importance of chipping away and starting a little bit earlier, if you know it it might take you longer. We talked about how important it is to make sure that you don't leave it to the last minute if it's a serious thing that you if it's in your control and now we're talking about we're not talking about if it's outside of your of your control, but if it's in your control, what you can do in order to get those things done get it out the way knock it out the box all these sort of things is easy for you to do. It will take time, especially if you kept doing this as a habit. It took time for me, but it is possible. And procrastination, like I said earlier in the episode, it is multifaceted. It could be more than one thing. It doesn't have to just be not getting assignments done. It could be chores. It could be, like I said, not talking to that person or initiating that hard conversation so all these sort of things come to be but at the end of the day you got to do your very best to be on top of it and work it out in every aspect of your life so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode because i enjoyed making it so make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast subscribe to this oh actually subscribe to this podcast subscribe to my YouTube channel. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, TikTok, underscore Kid, 15 on TikTok, but the rest is underscore DDSwave Kid. If you have any questions, hit me up. Check out my food page, Some Swab Food. Also you can follow me on Instagram for the podcast page page if you would like to. And it's all up to you, man. I'm trying to do this thing, I'm trying to start from the ground up. Started two years ago, and we're still going strong. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you guys for sh- encouraging me. If you need anything or need help from me, just hit me up if you can. Thank you for tuning in once again. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, please stay swap This is your boy, Darius D, signing off once again. So just chill, just chill till the next episode.